0: This is Maria King, and welcome to the No Excuse Podcast. There's nothing low-carb, low-fat, or low-sugar about my approach regarding fitness and health and relationships and marriage and all that good stuff. And before I say anything, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsor. It is Plated.com. You can prepare chef-quality meals in 30 minutes or less with Plated. Head over to Plated.com slash mom now and get free shipping with your first order. That's planet.com slash mom. And with me today is a very special guest. I like to say he's not that special because I see him every day, single day at school at kindergarten, but he's actually a pretty special person. He has um, had won 125 football. What is it?
1: 125 football NCAA football games.
0: That's incredible. Coach V is in the house, people i'm so excited
1: good to be you here, are like yeah. the
0: no excuse person like the ultimate no excuse dad
1: i call it being a life champion but i see everything it is that you're doing uh-huh. i agree i'd be good with that
0: oh my gosh so you know i want to hear more about your story because i only know a little bit amount of who you are because i know your wife we went to high school together we were cheerleaders oh yeah oh yeah we oh. we're cheerleaders
1: right my wife is awesome. Martha. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, she's awesome. and we see each other almost every day, so sometimes uh, that that builds a filter that we're not really sure of what each other or you do or what I do. Oh, right?
0: I thought you're talking we see each other. I thought you're talking about your, your wife. I'm like, I hope you see each other every day.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> about us and my, Yeah, you know, Martha, we do the school pickups every day, but yeah, really you and you and what you're doing uh-huh. and the program is doing is awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, I see this guy at school twice a day. Right. you know I'm usually rushing in trying to bring my kid to school late and you're just walking out with your whole family <laughs> holding hands it's so cute but i know that you travel everywhere to do motivational speaking right, right. Yep. and you and you were a college football player
1: yep so i played i played football at uc davis uh-huh.
0: where i also went to school did you go to school today? davis i went to
1: that's right. You, you didn't are know? Hanging. Now, I can tell by how sharp you are now. Oh, come on. I couldn't tell how sharp you were that you <laughs> oh, were give this me break. darn good
0: oh, okay.
1: on, the, on the school campus. But yeah, we went to Davis, and uh-huh. Davis was a good time. It was a, really a transformational experience for me going to Davis. What
0: year did you go to Davis?
1: Yep. I was there from 99 as a junior college transfer, and I graduated in 2002.
0: Oh, my gosh. You're so crazy. I went from 98 to 2002.
1: Yep. And we yeah. never
0: crossed paths
1: nope I guess not
0: I guess not did Martha go to Davis
1: no so Martha there, there was nothing like my wife on uh-huh. campus there.
0: oh that's so sweet yeah because I definitely was not <laughs> cutting it for you then I'm <laughs> just kidding
1: so I met I met Martha mm-hmm. and uh, asked her out she said no mm-hmm. so then I like the champion I am I just kept on begging uh-huh. until she said yes and we've been together ever since
0: and just let everyone know she is like the sweetest woman like top five sweetest woman I've ever met so you're very lucky Man.
1: Super mom, super woman, and just awarded two awards at UC Davis Med Center as as uh, one of the best nurses on campus in terms of health. You know, patient care yeah. and and being just a great attitude person.
0: We'll get into your story in just a second. But, you know, Martha is pretty incredible because she works three 12-hour night shifts, people. And her and I, we talk about running. I mean, I've seen her run and wanting to train for a half marathon. or doing. I mean, she's working out and she's not getting much sleep. So right. no excuses right there.
1: No excuse. She's a champ. Uh-huh. So we have a, a dually stroller. Uh, we have a six and a three-year-old. And she will still run a 10-minute mile while I'm dragging. And she's pulling the she's pushing the dually. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just laughing at me when we go by that know me because she is an absolute runner. And just finished her first half marathon this uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I, I know. really feel. Yeah. yeah,
0: she had a beer afterwards. I'm sure that's what they give you. <laughs> right. So going to your story, mm-hmm. tell me about yourself because I know you have an incredible story. I know limited facts about you. But I do know that you're not from here.
1: Yeah, I, I think my story, like many of the great American stories, are rooted right in the American dream. I mm-hmm. uh, came here as an immigrant, never went home. Mm-hmm. Uh, came on vacation and we overstayed. We were here illegally in <laughs> 1985. Yes. Got amnesty with uh, with Reagan. Uh-huh. Um, and like many immigrant families, lived together with multiple families uh-huh. in the home. You know, six of us all in one one bedroom uh-huh. or living in the garage, growing up on free wow. and reduced lunch. And those, those lunches... Uh, in Southern California and Pomona at the time were my best meals, mm-hmm. right? But I didn't feel poor. I no. felt loved, and mm-hmm. we had a great amount of family around us. But I didn't know that we what we call in Pomona po.
0: Uh, right? We was po. <laughs> I know about we po
1: didn't from
0: didn't Louisiana. Like they call it the po oh, yeah. boy sandwiches, right? Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah you yeah, know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, like you, I hate to cut into your story, but like you, I my, my my dad is an immigrant. Right. And we grew up in Hunters Point, San Francisco. Is, is that mm-hmm. that is? We were poor. We you know, we didn't have a lot of stuff. Right. You know, we were on government assistance. Right. But we never felt that way. You know? It's all about your family and how much love is in the home, you know, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I could tell we were poor. I mean, for Christmas, you know, the neighbors were getting at the time was like Nintendo. Yeah. And, and all these uh, remote control cars. And we hardly got any gifts. We got some sweaters and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we celebrated as a family. We we took care of everything we had. We had beat down cars. Mm-hmm. But they were clean as can be. Yeah. And we took every everything we had. So... Again, rooted in the American dream that why not me, uh-huh. and that if we if we work hard and then follow a certain process in the dream and have the courage mm-hmm. to go out there and get it done, that we can do it.
0: So, who taught you that? Someone teaches you this.
1: Yeah, my, my dad raised us as an upholsterer right out of the garage of uh-huh. our house. So uh-huh. right where we rented, he reupholstered gym equipment, boats, cars. Wow. Ran an ad in the Penny Saver. So with the entrepreneurial spirit, again, like the American dream of saying why not me? I can work. for Myself, he did that and he raised uh, our family.
0: So, I always wonder you know, there's so many people out there who are struggling right now in America, and they have so much less than what you and I started with, right? And it seems as if immigrants sometimes are who are very hard working are making it, right? And those who are not are just not. I mean, is it the attitude? Is it it the way they were brought up? What do you think it is?
1: So, I've been very fortunate not to only speak in, in the various different Formats and and companies and around billionaires, but also with some amazing thinkers. And one of those guys is a guy named Chris Widener, mm-hmm. and he really posed that question. Mm-hmm. So if we all want the same things, so what's the distinguishable factors that now make it to why some do and why some don't? Mm-hmm. And so my answer to that is what I write about in my book, A Life Champion, mm-hmm. that's out on Amazon now by Coach V. And these are the life lessons that yield championship results, mm-hmm. right? So what I write about are these factors like character, integrity, mm-hmm. work ethic, discipline, respect, commitment, having yes. an audacity to dream, having mm-hmm. the skill set, having the proper attitude. Yes. And that you can finish what you started mm-hmm. and that you can win to the, the highest degree that you can and that you finish and win and then start the whole process all over again.
0: Uh-huh. It sounds just like my book. Right. Have you read my book? i read parts of it. I've read parts of it. <laughs> but, you know, I have a very no-excuse attitude. Right. You know, I have a tough love approach about everything. You know, people think I haven't struggled. I have. It doesn't look like I have, but I have. Right. You know, and I had this poster of me that went viral that, not the what's your excuse, but another one that said what's your excuse. And it said, you know, that I practice discipline, consistency, faith, you know, what hard work. And I got a lot of flack for that. And I just think it's interesting because... The whole no excuse mindset of just being so persistent and not stopping, I mean it's 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 key when you want to succeed, don't you agree?
1: Absolutely, and Maria, the game it is that you're playing, and no excuse, moms, no excuse, parents, no excuse, fathers, no excuse, businessmen out there. I call it the life champion approach. But this is the deal: yeah. when you're a champion and you're a winner, you're going to have critics. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna there's going to be critics when you fall, and critics when you succeed, and when you have the courage and really the audacity to stand up and say, "What's your excuse?" Yeah, or you should have no excuse. Yeah, then folks are going to come up with with all types so, of criticism. So here
0: that. you are. You're a life coach, you're, you're going around the country t- teaching billionaires, and sometimes not in these lower income areas. I know right. you speak there too. Right. Teaching them pretty much a no excuse philosophy. Right. You know, it's, it's what do you think the problem is in our culture today when it comes to people getting up in arms and being very sensitive about the word no excuse?
1: Yeah, this whole thing about being PC, right, by being politically correct. (laughs) And and I get it. We don't want to hurt other people's emotions or feelings or Mm -hmm. who it is that they are or what they're trying to be. But at the same sense, why should we not dream and Mm -hmm. have the audacity to be what we want? Mm -hmm. And the American way is the same thing about no excuses. Whether you're the 13 colonies Mm -hmm. and you're going, no, not us. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter that we're smaller Mm -hmm. and you could kill us. But I think one of the things is in this country, Mm -hmm. it is that it's different than our mindset. And this is for all of the people that not struggle because struggle doesn't mean that you're not good enough. Struggle and failure Mm -hmm. is the same thing of success. So it's just a part of the processes Mm -hmm. of success. But really the fact that you can overcome that struggle. And why is that that here in America that they won't try to? Mm-hmm. is because they won't die if they don't. Mm-hmm. So in other countries, if you don't get your butt up and mm-hmm. go and work, mm-hmm. you don't eat and you die. If you don't walk to the river no, and get No, but you know water.
0: what? The, but the thing is is that there are um, programs in every country that helps the poor. Yeah, no doubt. You were on a pro- I was in the program when I was little who helped us, you know feed our families, you know, and eat, so...
1: But if you don't want to feed yourself, and you're expecting somebody else to feed you as much... Let me ask
0: you this. Do you think that... um, we're becoming desensitized and just lazy mentally and physically because of the environment that we exist in with the electronics, with the marketing, with, you know, it's sometimes it's hard. I don't, I can't imagine being a teenager these days and being brought up around so much social media and plastic surgery and people having yachts and mansions. And here you are living in a a mediocre home. I mean, it's so hard from get from being at very poor or just poor in general to being very rich because there's that humongous gap that keeps growing with the middle class see now i'm getting a little bit more into the the politics and everything with you but it's a good question i mean do you think that we're becoming desensitized you know to what is possible because what's possible seems so far gone and for example if most people are incredibly overweight right right Incredibly overweight, very obese. Thirty-three percent of Americans obese. So when you're constantly given images of perfect bodies, you know whether they're thin Victoria's Secret models or they're really fit six pack models on magazines. I mean, going from three hundred pounds to looking one hundred and twenty pounds. I mean, that just seems so far off your success mode. You know, I can't reach there. So how do you do you think that that is making people? Discouraged in succeeding because it just seems so far.
1: Yeah, there there are absolutely depending on each individual group, and then really who you are around in your environment is really going to affect how it is that you think Mm -hmm. and approach that in terms of your attitude and your faith and your hope, Mm -hmm. your dreams and your aspirations. But I do know this. I think really the deal is struggle. Because I say all the time, life is struggle uh-huh. and struggle is life. And yeah. misery is optional. Uh-huh. So if you don't know struggle, be overweight.
0: Uh-huh. Right? Yeah.
1: And try to figure out how to lose that weight. Yeah. And you you want to know also struggle? Be the person that's on the weight and uh-huh. try to try to keep that weight. Yeah. Right? You, wanna, you don't know struggle? Yeah. Be the person that's underweight uh-huh. and trying to figure out how to gain weight. Yeah. Because I think our focus so many times... Let me,
0: well, okay, let me ask you that. So
1: all of it is struggle. I love
0: that. I love right? that. However... Okay, so you have Tongan sisters right. and cousins. How do you think they feel because they are um, of a larger size right. genetically? They will never look like anybody they see on TV right now. Right. I mean, that's where I'm thinking people get frustrated with the whole no excuse line and also just the f- success philosophy of what success looks like. Right. So how do you think um, the females in your culture deal with being here in America and and not really fitting in?
1: Well, I think they do fit in because they're content with who they are. Right? They, do you and think- they feel that they're beautiful in their own way. But this is where regardless the numbers don't lie uh-huh. right If you're skinny or you're big uh-huh. and you're not within range in terms of your, uh-huh. your all of your measurements uh-huh. in terms of high blood pressure uh-huh. cholesterol level uh-huh. right? That doesn't lie. Uh-huh. That means you're unhealthy uh-huh. and you have no excuse. You need to do something I know a lot of your, Pacific your Islanders,
0: though, who right. are bigger genetically, right. who don't, you know, they don't struggle with a lot of health-related issues that larger, you know, just as large Americans do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just genetically in their, you know. Yeah, but even their if genes- genet- And then Not only that, but I think what you're saying here, what I love is the confidence. What is... Um, what is nourished in the family nurtured that confidence that you're beautiful regardless of your size you don't have to look like that Barbie doll that you're playing with right you know I I think that's what I enjoy about what you just said yeah but the
1: numbers still don't lie Uh all of the Polynesians my family right that are big Uh we can say genetic or not if they don't The reason why they they think that they're healthy is they haven't gone to the doctor. Uh So they're not healthy. Is
0: that what you're saying? Most of them are not healthy? If you're
1: 200 pounds overweight, Uh you're diabetic, Uh it doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter what nationality you are. If you're 200 pounds overweight, I mean, these things are not good. So I address it Mm -hmm. and my my sisters are addressing it. My family's addressing Uh it. You know, my dad is diabetic. My mom is diabetic. Oh, wow. And then my dad's on dialysis. Okay. You know, these things are something that are genetic. So the genetic isn't how big and tough you are. Uh-huh. And that's the warrior culture, uh-huh. especially amongst yeah. the men, right? But if you go to the doctor uh-huh. and you're not, and your blood pressure's off, uh-huh. or, you know, all that stuff, you got to go get fit. Yes.
0: Okay. So can I just say something? Yeah. So, you know, I think that um, health comes in various sizes, shapes, and ages. So Italian women they might be three inches taller than the average woman probably right. 20 pounds heavier they have more muscle a little bit more fat but if you're 50 pounds overweight with fat then yes you're unhealthy and you right. need to go to give the doctor to make sure that you're do- making the right moves so that you're healthier but I'm in total agreement and that's where I get in a lot of trouble I mean right. I've had um, some online you know TV brawls of people who say, I'm healthy and I'm 300 pounds. And that's a woman, you know? Right. I'm healthy and how, who are you to tell me I'm healthy? You're not a doctor. And I always feel like, you know, I feel like our instincts as a culture, like we're tr- not even a culture, just instincts as a human being are just it just pisses me off when people say you can't tell when you can tell your eyes can tell your nose can tell you can tell when something is is moldy so when someone's unhealthy for example the um the girth for example right. of, like the waist to hip ratio if right. it's too if your waist is 10 inches bigger than your hips you've got some issues and you've got some fat that's um building around your organs which are going to make you more susceptible to diabetes and heart disease and you know kidney issues right so I love when you say the numbers don't lie because it's the truth I mean we're science and math people we just can't reject it and say I'm beautiful regardless you're definitely beautiful but are you healthy no you're not
1: yeah, and, and this is what I give it up to the Polynesian folks. I mean, we eat a certain way and everything is based around food. I mean, all cultures, whether it's the American mm-hmm. culture, when we get around the dinner table, mm-hmm. that's where fellowship and family ship happens. Yeah. Right? But I give it up to my Tongans and my Samoans and Hawaiians and all these folks that come from Polynesia and, and Melanesia and, and Micronesia. Is that this? That there's hot hula yeah. on now, yeah. right? and they, they've got a lot of folks are into this CrossFit deal mm-hmm. and they're walking, mm-hmm. like just some simple steps. Yeah. And, and that's all I'm saying is that I have no criticism mm-hmm. towards those folks that feel like if they told me, you know what, Coach V, I'm healthy. You can't tell me otherwise. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, look, God bless you. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Uh-huh. But I'm saying that if you could be better, why not? Yeah. And I think that's where the life champion approach and the no excuse approach is, is that if you have every opportunity to mm-hmm. be better, Mm -hmm. Right. And if you decide not to be as active or watch Mm -hmm. what you eat. And one of the favorite things that I watch, and I probably saw it all for you and your (laughs) husband, David. Facebook post is like, hey, man, six pack, six pack, that's made in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not just the working out. So I think that's where the misconception is, is that people feel like, well, I need to go work out to look like that. No, Uh just stop. And be careful about I don't what you're know Kochi
0: I've seen some of your posts on Facebook <laughs> You love to eat No I love to eat You love to go out to eat Yep
1: Yeah <laughs> and and I do and this is the reason why so when you when you grow up poor the way I did mm-hmm. being hungry just pisses you off Yes cuz especially when you're at the uh-huh. and I'm not a millionaire mm-hmm. yet but my wife and I make a good living and if I'm hungry it's just because I haven't planned to port accordingly or uh-huh. somebody's messed up my yeah, schedule so I know so I'm, not I'm just kidding I'm kidding Right So but I do I love food but but what do I do? I watch the portions.
0: I know, I know. Right? But you're and a big guy. Down. You can have a big portion though.
1: Yeah, yeah, big meaning five. I'll be 59300 <laughs> pounds if I don't watch my I own. think this
0: is a good time to tell you guys about our sponsor for this yeah. podcast. You know, I love plated.com. I heard about them for the first time on Shark Tank. They were pretty cool. I mean, I actually cook most of my meals and what drives me nuts is when I don't have the ingredients. So this is plated.com and this is for people who love cooking fresh exciting new dishes but I don't have the time to find all of the perfect ingredients. So here's how it works. You go to plated.com/mom and choose from amazing chef design recipes with new selections every week. Next, the culinary pros at Plated lovingly fill a refrigerated box with just the perfect pre-portioned ingredients for your dinner. Nothing is wasted. Everything's delivered to your door. Fresh meat, poultry, fish, farm fresh veggies, spices, everything you need on the date that you choose. And if you're not home for delivery, Like, I usually not because I have, like, soccer until 8 o'clock sometimes. No worries. Your plated box keeps everything fresh until midnight on the day it arrives, even on warm days. So, prepare chef-quality meals in 30 minutes or less with plated. Hurry over. Plated.com slash mom now and get free shipping with your first order. That's Plated.com slash mom. So... If you, THB, cannot mm-hmm. cook, just go to Plated.com and get, a, get all your meals shipped to you.
1: Plated.com, I'm in right here. Just hearing that sponsorship right there, I'm like, that makes sense.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> you know what? I love the approach that you're talking to me about. Um, you know, there's nothing, about, there's nothing bad about the struggle. I, I say the same thing to my, my followers, too. Right. And in my book, No More Excuses Diet, the first t- chapter talks about speed. That's my acronym. And everyone who's listened to this podcast knows what that's about. And I've had it for several years, like 10 years. But it stands for speed, which is set your goal.
1: Right.
0: and, um, And... P. You can see I can't even like I can't even spell right now because it's the end of the day. (laughs) So that's set your goal. You need to set your goal. You just can't dream it. You need to set it, you need to write it down because if you don't write it down, it's just a dream. Set your goal. Then you gotta plan the attack. Right. So if you want to get to point A to point B, how are you gonna get there? You can get there on a boat, we know what map are you gonna use. Plan the attack, people. Then you gotta eat, you gotta envision your journey because everything starts with the right mindset. Make sure you're envisioning success. Even if you think you're gonna fail or you're gonna be in a Party and everything. There's going to be a lot of challenges. Envision success. Then the other E is execute because you got All to right. take action. Some people just think, think, think. They plan, 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 and they never take action. You need to action. You need to execute. And then the last one is D. D is deliver. Deliver the goods. Give me what you got. If you had a good day, bad day, bad week, if you didn't work out, figure it out. Speed. It's all about getting to your goal faster and then realizing whatever results you have, reflect on that and do it again. Because the faster you fail, the faster you succeed, right? That's my speed, acronym. Don't you love it? No, I know I you like love that.
1: it. I like that. And that's <sighs> the thing that's great about the struggle is that people see it as a negative and I And I get why. And it hurts. And it sucks. Failure sucks. Embarrassment sucks. So can and I ask you? Yeah.
0: What have you failed at? Tell me a list of stuff you have failed at. So okay. That, okay.
1: When I say when I say 125 wins and 18 lessons, let me say one lesson right here in football alone that I've experienced. Mm-hmm. That the whole it felt like the whole world was watching. Mm-hmm. We're playing Colin Kaepernick his senior year at mm-hmm. Nevada. Uh, they're, they're ranked in the teens, probably number 12 in the country and we're ranked two or three in the country. Mm -hmm. We missed two field goals as a team, not our kicker. We missed it Mm -hmm. together as a team and we couldn't execute, finish and win. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we lost that game by three points Mm -hmm. and we had two opportunities to win or tie the game and we lost by three points. Mm -hmm. We win that game. And we're going to the Rose Bowl, and the payout was over $20 million that Mm -hmm. year. We lost that game and went to the Las Vegas Bowl, and it was a million-dollar payout. Mm -hmm. So the loss or the lesson Mm -hmm. was over $20 million. Mm -hmm. And instead of going to play in the Rose Bowl, Mm -hmm. right? We ended up going to play in the Las Vegas Bowl, which was a, a great experience. But we ended up losing money attending that bowl game. Mm-hmm. So in life, it's just these little things, like you're saying, like to really. But envision that's a team success. effort. It, it is a team. What, tell me and, something and, and that you
0: feel that you failed at. Oh did, yeah. So I mean, did you fail at a math? So this quiz? is where I envisioned.
1: <laughs> no, this is where I envisioned and never executed. Uh-huh. I've been talking about writing my book for five years. Uh-huh. And then I finally got down and wrote the darn book last last winter, and now it's out. on Okay, so it took you five Amazon. years. So you, yeah. okay, so
0: you failed one you know doing it four years ago. You failed when you decided to sit down one night and you chose not to do it because of certain reason. You failed, I mean yeah
1: excuses uh-huh. excuses that didn't fit mm-hmm. really and didn't progress me. So instead of doing what I said and set a strategy and a plan to do, it, and then I didn't execute it.
0: So what triggered the execution?
1: Yeah, you get fed up, right? <laughs> exactly. You get you fed know. up with your weight, <sighs> your health. You get fed up of seeing uh-huh. everyone around yes. you mm-hmm. start to achieve. It's like, dang, Maria
0: Kay got her book <laughs> out on Target. It's on. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love Lao Tzu, which is a famous philosopher. He says, you know, you can only get better when you're tired of being sick.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, absolutely. You know, and then really the failures and the embarrassments, right, they, they become the very gravity that you need to stand. So
0: hold, do you think that it's it's important for someone to feel embarrassed or feel shame in order to to really drop to the very bottom to pick themselves up and do take action? I mean, yeah, because some people try to avoid that. It's yeah. like a bad word, shame, you know, to, to put any shame on anyone, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, you ever heard you heard of the the, the expression "this just got real"? Uh huh. Yeah, it it gets real when you're successful, but when your ass fails, uh huh. That's when stuff really hits the fan, and you start to go, "Okay, these are the adjustments and changes that I've been neglecting for a long uh-huh. time, and yeah. now it's on." Yeah. So, in all successful folks, whether it's. For, you know, Henry Ford going to the commission Uh and he was asking to make the Model T Uh and and to use the patent for the car to make it for $3,000 less and it'll be the most inexpensive car Uh ever in the history of the car. And they said no. Yeah. So the dude didn't pout.
0: Craziness. He just
1: figured out how to get Uh it done. So, yeah, we only got 24 hours in the day. Yeah, you feel tired from work. Get out there and walk. I do the same thing. I uh-huh. face the same challenges. Yeah. So yeah, you know what? I'm going to a big lunch meeting uh, today or tomorrow. So I'm going to wake up. I'm going to have my coffee and some water. And I'm going to eat a banana uh-huh. instead of all the bacon and eggs. And so you, you just figure out you how just to make those make it choices. Work. Yeah, right. absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm so inspired by this conversation because I felt so much. You know, we're sitting right now in my new house. Everyone right. knows that from my last week's podcast, you know, we just moved. But I was just expressing to you that it took eight years to get this house. I mean, right. it, I just, not only that, but when Dave and I first became a couple, we had an unexpected pregnancy. It was right. not cool for someone who used to, is used to getting what she wants and following right. a certain path. And, you know, I had to go on... Um, government assistance because I didn't have a job. I didn't have health care. Nobody would insure a pregnant woman. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's how it goes. Right. Yeah. So it's just, I felt like a constant failure, but just, it's all about just constantly persisting past that pain. That's going to make you stronger, you know, because whenever you're uncomfortable, it's just a universal lesson. You will grow from that challenge.
1: Right. Absolutely. And whether you win, lose, become embarrassed, become successful, or absolutely fail, the next thing that happens, the very next second Mm -hmm. after that is life. (laughs) Life happens.
0: Life happens.
1: So if you are if You're never on
0: top. You're never on top. You You can always grow. Yes. You got to
1: keep moving. Yes. And so that's the thing about... Sitting, sitting around and waddling and not understanding that the failures they're not losses, they're lessons, yes. And you apply those lessons, mm-hmm. so but this is the thing. So you learn from the lessons of the past, and you plan and strategize for the future. But you win today mm-hmm. is what are you going to do today yes. that bridges the gap of exactly. your destiny as well of the the lessons that you learned in the past.
0: Yes, I love that. You know, when someone says I want to lose ten pounds, I always say, well, let's break it down. Let's set, plan, envision, execute, deliver. Right. You know what I mean? It's so how much does it? How many calories do you have to burn to to burn one pound of fat? There right. Like Five hundred calories. So it takes what? 10 calories per um, minute whenever you run. So if you run for a certain amount of minutes, you can run that many calories. It'll be 3,500 calories. If you deduct 500 calories every single day times it by 7, that's 3,500 calories. That's a pound a week. Plus the exercise, that's 2 pounds a week. Let's break it down to the very moment, to right now, to what you're going to have for lunch. You need yeah. to feel. You need to feel. Yep. This process, the yeah.
1: progress and the yes. accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really be, builds a lot of confidence. But so the same thing goes for the business client. It is that I'm coaching in finance. It's the same thing when I first started. So when I left coaching, mm-hmm. I was about 245 pounds. Uh-huh. 220 pounds now.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So and my blood pressure was off the roof. The doctor was saying, "Gosh dang, I don't even know how you're still conscious. Mm-hmm. Your blood pressure's so high."
0: Mm-hmm. And, Why just was a high, it?
1: and I was just a high, strung dude anyway. Really? But Why? my diet, my diet, just because my personality.
0: That's weird because you're not like that now.
1: Yeah, but Red <laughs> Bull, like, right? People will be like, and uh, people that know me that watch me coach a football game or watch me on uh-huh. stage, right? Uh-huh. They'll go, "Hey, man, you should drink a Red Bull." It's like, "Hey, watch me present uh-huh. the next hour and ask me if I need a Red yeah. Bull, uh-huh. right?" Because I'm just high, strung like that. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, start off where where you can really hit some goals.
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: It's like... Short-term goals. Yeah. My my sisters are are big gals and they started off by just like walking for five minutes. Yes. So it's the same thing with investing Mm -hmm. for our future. Yeah. You know what? Would we all like to put away $50,000 every month? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But guess what? If you add up $5 a day Mm or a dollar a day, something incremental where it doesn't take a lot of sweat equity and Mm -hmm. then a, a lot of stress on the front end. Yes. Just go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Start off like that. Start by, you know what? Instead of drinking a six-pack of soda, try to drink five sodas uh-huh. today. Yeah. And just break it down. And same thing for cigarette smokers because these things are an addiction. And mm-hmm. the thing, and scripture says mm-hmm. that the flesh, right? The mm-hmm. flesh will just lie to it's you. It's weak.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: you need the discipline to be able that you control your flesh. And what is that? Is through discipline and uh-huh. commitment.
0: Yeah. Discipline, choice, is free will right discipline is freedom people right. sometimes discipline is restraining and limited but actually if you see something you want it and then you choose not to have it that's freedom that's the freedom of the mind you right. know be most of the time people are so robotic in their actions and in their wants it's they're operating and they don't even know why they want things you know they're just operating so I love it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and that's the thing. It's like, why why not? So there's the who, what, where, when, and why. Mm-hmm. And there's the speed that you're talking about and, and the how you're going to do mm-hmm. it. That's all that. But really, and life is the biggest sport on the planet uh-huh. and all that. But the only person that you need to succeed and achieve your goals is you. Yep. Yep. So when you decide, and then your actions reflect what it is that your decision it is mm-hmm. that you said, and what you're saying is manifested mm-hmm. through your actions yep. on a consistent yep. daily yep. basis. So eventually, I tell my clients, you know what? You've told me all this stuff. You've written all this stuff that I've wanted. Now, you know what? Uh-huh. If you want to be a professional speaker or you want to be a billionaire, go out there and do it. Can
0: I can I do another podcast with you uh, one day when I, regarding motivational speaking? Because I think a lot of people would love to know how you became who you are and what you do what you do because it's pretty amazing and if they want to know right now though right where can they get your book
1: yep they can just go on the Amazon type in Coach V and then Life Champion and it'll pop up on the word search and then you can go on my website at coach-v.com and you'll, you'll see the things it is that the the champions that, look, I don't have all the answers, uh-huh. right? But this is what I do as a life leadership and business coach and a professional speaker for all my audiences and my one-on-one clients. We will stir your heart, mind, and soul so that you decide uh-huh. what's the course of actions that you need to take for your life.
0: Oh, I love it. Love it. So go visit Coach V on his website. Make sure you pick up his book and listen to him next time. We're going to do another podcast. You promised me just now. I got it. No, it's got on. On, I got it on, you know, tape. And this. they have to come
1: and see Coach V and Maria Kang, July 16th.
0: July 16th. At the
1: Marriott at Coach V's.
0: In Sacramento.
1: Right here. Yeah, Rancho Cordova Marriott. Yes. A night of inspiration with Coach V, Maria Kang, and some great people flying over from all over the country.
0: Well, thank you for joining me today. No, my pleasure. Uh, thank you, everyone. Bye.